Hey guys, The Broke Investor here. Welcome to episode one of The Broke Investor's podcast, where we find out what keeps broke people broke and how we can go from being broke to becoming a successful entrepreneur. I'm your host, The Broke Investor. In this episode, I'm going to tell you how I came to be The Broke Investor. Uh, Back in 2014, I set out to become an entrepreneur. Uh, I was working at, uh, prior prior to 2014, I had a couple years working at manufacturing companies uh, in the oil and gas industry. And the particular company I was with at that time uh, had a a team lead. Uh, She was one of the most negative people you would ever meet. It was like her, her job criteria required her to to make your life miserable and so one day I was put into an office and it pretty much just told me hey uh, we see we have this got some trouble going here and I pretty much got a, I pretty much got it written up so if, if you're not if you're not familiar with uh, with the oil and gas industry of course uh, machine machining parts I did I was a machinist and I was also a brake press operator. I fabricated uh, sheet metal. If you're not familiar with that, at the end of the day, uh, quality control uh, does sees all your parts that you make. And so the thing is, I wasn't the only one running that machine. I came to find out that the other people that were running the machines, they weren't even told anything. It was just me getting rid of That was it. Uh, there's so, so many things. Uh, it, if you all know, like I said, if you work in oil and gas, you know, from s- we start early. Uh, most people, are, unless you're your graveyard, you know, 6 a.m. or even sometimes I'd go in at 4 a.m., uh, work 12 hours. I mean, there was times I was working 14 hours. And from as soon as you get in there, she's, she's waiting for you. She's waiting for you. She's going to attack you. And so that's what I was dealing with. So I, I went through like a good seven months, six, seven months flying under her radar uh, until that happened. And so... I had, I, I had it, I had it, you know, I always try to do my best, I always try to go and help others where I needed help, and, and she, I'm, she saw things like that, and she started saying, hey, you can't go talk to people, I'm not talking to them, like having conversation, you know, trying to gossip or anything, I'm, I'm trying to actually legitimately help them, and then a week later, I, I, get, I get called in for a written up, so I said, that's it, I, I want to I be my own boss, I want to be my own entrepreneur. I want to be able to create my own happiness. I don't want someone limiting me from my potential. And it it just happened where I just I just couldn't have it. Now, be it the, the company, very great company. Um, they had great benefits. Uh, they uh, they were even paying for my school. I had just finished a semester, a summer semester. They had paid for it in full, and. It wasn't even, I had to wait until a year or two years to actually get that because most companies are like that. You have to wait at least two years in order for them to pay for your school. Uh, this company was day one, so they're very internationally known. Uh, but it, just the team lead and the environment that team lead was providing. And it was just that section, that sheet metal section that had it like that. Everyone else is all smiling faces. There was just that one section. I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I knew what it was. Anyway. Family members, you know, they've they've been their own bosses. I have a couple family members been their own bosses. Been doing it, you know, twenty plus years. I have a relative. He's actually uh, he was in the uh, oil manufacturing. He's no longer here. Rest in peace. Uh, he was in oil manufacturing uh, company. He actually manufactured oil rigs, so millions of dollars projects going into these oil rigs. And I just thought to myself, if he could do it, I can do it. 
and there's no there's nothing there's nothing stopping me so when i I, no, I didn't go for the, the whole written up i just pretty much uh, i gave a one week notice i didn't even give a two weeks notice so hr department was uh very flattered and she said well we can leave it leave we can leave today <laughs> and i said perfect great i'm leaving today and i left it i left that day and i didn't have a game plan you know i didn't have a game plan i didn't even know what i was going to do i just knew it would be my own boss i, I was tired of being bullied uh, I wanted to set my own standards and so I pretty much thought what requires minimal skill but can pay you very well and of course I caught the trend of being you know being an entrepreneur so I, I caught that so I was just watching videos after videos after videos and I, and I came across this one video and she was actually local uh, in, in my area and she comes out saying that she made over $120,000 for pet waste removal with five employees now, if you do the average, right, that's less than $30,000 per employee, but all I heard was $120,000, and I was looking for something that's six figures. For some reason, six figures, everybody gets real, real happy when they start hearing six figures, and that's what I went after. I was like, hey, I have a shovel. I have plastic bags. I have a truck. Hey, I even have a dog. I can relate. Let's do it. So... I went to a, a nonprofit that actually helps you uh, creating business, businesses, and I pretty much just told them, hey, I want to start this company. Uh, I want to create an LLC. First question I asked them, why do you want to start an LLC? I said, well, I want to cover my assets. You know, I don't, I don't want to be liable for these things. Uh, you know, even though who's, who, who's kidding themselves, you know, being a broke investor, I had no assets. You know, so there was really nothing to protect. But it was real trendy having an LLC, so I wanted to do it. Uh, later on, you know, 300 and some change. Uh, to actually get it uh, get it through the state uh, the first thing that the guy tells me is don't do that okay you're not even established yet you haven't even made a single dime yet why don't you just become sole proprietor you know a DBA and see if you're even gonna like this estate and stay in it and so as all broke investors you know obviously what I'll do as a broke investor is not take quality advice so I went ahead and did the I created the LLC regardless of that, right? So it was about 330 and uh, in certain states, you have to have a registered agent with your LLC by law. So that was another $100 and then I just went at it. You know, I, I had been looking about how to create websites, how to start HTML uh, and, you know, just how to start coding, came across a hosting company, created my own website uh, with their builder and boom, business owner, I have my website six figures here I come three months later I run out of all the money that I saved up and it became a logistical nightmare so I didn't target a specific area I would just get any play and any person that, that wanted my service I would go so I would have I would have customers an hour away from each other an hour and a half away from each other and that killed me on gas. You know, I wasn't charging $500 per pickup, per visit. I was charging, you know, $15. So, you know, I charge a customer $15, but it takes me to get to the other side. And I, I pretty much have to refill when I come back. It takes me $25 to refill. If I only do two customers for that day, I'm not even making $10. So... It, uh, it, it, didn't go, it didn't go so well. Uh, and the, the loan, since, since I, I had got out of the company um, before the actual fall semester finished, of course, I had to pay all that money. 
And so I didn't have any money. I had just ran out of it. And I went ahead and got a loan. I got one of my first student loans uh, for $5,000. If uh, you're starting, to, if you're trying to start a company, uh, I would not recommend using student loans to fund your company. I mean, yes, you'll get instant approval. Trust me. Right? People peddle these student loans in the universities like candy. Uh, so yes, I, I took the bait. And the 5K wasn't even really for business. I, I was just saying that to, to just kind of like make myself feel better. But it was really for my living. You know, I, I had rents due. I had bills paid to pay. And, and that's, that's what happened. Uh, fast forward a couple months uh, after uh, 2014, uh, it was about about February, February, March uh, 2015. I uh, what what's a broken measure to do is uh, you know how, how's the saying goes, uh, misery loves company. I convinced my wife to quit her job to start her own business. <laughs> So she actually also took out a, a, a two and a half thousand dollar loan or a two thousand five hundred dollar loan uh, to actually start her company, and uh, uh, luckily, you know, she actually, you know, she did she did have a little bit of, uh, of good rapport building uh, with a couple of people, and she was actually get get a couple of clients like right off the bat, you know, way faster than me, I could say for sure. Uh, on my part. I started doing side hustles because we had no income coming out. Both businesses, all the income we had were student loans. Okay, we've already racked up within uh, four months. We had already racked up seven seven thousand five hundred dollars in student loans, and so I started doing side side hustles. All right, I, you know, I'd go to a couple of business owners to start doing websites for them. Of course, uh, complimentary referral from my wife from her business, <laughs> so uh, I'll her a lot, uh, definitely. And then I also started, uh, you know, picking up odd jobs. I started flipping trailer homes. You know anything that I could do, I'd, I'd purchase a vehicle, a rundown vehicle, and I, you know I'd sell it for like a hundred dollars more. Uh, the trailer, I, you know, I pick, I pick, I, I buy a uh, a used up trailer, uh, a trailer home. Um, pretty much, I just sweep it. I just sweeped it, and I just resell it again. And so there was a couple times where uh, if I wasn't to do that, we weren't gonna be, make our mortgage payment. Uh, every semester after that, for for a couple semesters down the road. I started getting, I kept on getting student loans. And so it was the max I could get at that time, which was 5,000, 5,500. 5, so I was getting 5,500. Um, so that was from 2014, the end of 2014, all the way to the beginning of 2017. So about three years now. Uh, so that was about, about six semesters. Uh, one of them I didn't have to take out. So it was about five semesters. Uh, so that can tell you if it was like 5,000 each, I can tell you roughly how much I had in about student loans. Uh, it was actually four, four times that I actually took out uh, 5500 uh, March 2017 comes around, and uh, that's actually four months before uh, I was going to be a father. And so I just said I couldn't do this anymore. I couldn't risk, I mean, just, just being me and my wife, being able to do it, uh, just you know, not knowing when we're going to be able to pay our next due. You know, I guess I have a drone, a drone in rush off of it. Uh, you know, I've heard this saying before where, uh, you know, some people just like to struggle and that's probably where I was at. And so after I finally realized, I hey, I only have four months left until my, until my baby's born. I, I went out and I went to actually go get a job, but I wanted to get a job and something I wanted to do. And, uh, luckily in the area that I'm at, uh, there's a hosting company that, uh, it's, it's one of the top three hosting companies as far as. As far as uh, number of active users, uh, it's in the top three. 
And I won't tell you if it's first, second, or third, but it was in the top three of hosting companies in the United States. First day I walk in, it's for training. First day I walk in, I did not like it. I, I look, and of course, it's just cubicles. Cubicles, not the full set of cubicles, just half cubicles. Uh, so they really can't call them cubicles, I guess. They're just cubicles. And I just saw dreaded faces. Like faces with misery. I, I just and I just thought I was like, what was I thinking? I, I was I thought I was gonna walk in here and it was gonna be like a Google, you know, people you know flying around in skateboards or you know doing whatever Google does. Uh, free lunch, of course we did have free lunch, even though that was taken away uh, several months later. Uh, but it just uh, yeah, I came into a company and it was it was a it was a startup at one point, uh, but it, it then it then was actually it was taken over by a corporate company. So I didn't know that beforehand. And even if I did, I probably still would have went. Okay. So I got there, um, did what I had to do. I uh, spent two years in there uh, helping customers with their websites. So I saw people that were uh, making $0 per month uh, that were not even breaking even. You know, they were just paying for hosting, hosting, hosting. Um, I, but I also saw people that were making $1,000 a month, $2,000, 5000 10000 The largest that I had seen was a hundred thousand dollars a hundred thousand plus per month being earned on a website and there, was, there was some far far few between uh, but I, I saw those ranges and I was helping them I was helping them actually with, with any type of websites issues with email issues you name it and so I, I got into programming I learned a little bit about uh, programming Python I learned about bash we're a little bit technical here uh, but without doing that just just let you just to let you know, I did learn a little bit of skills that, that I thought was necessary to become a successful individual. And so, fast forward, uh, the February 2019, so about two years, almost two years down the road, and we, before I even get to that, we actually, in that company, uh, we actually had commissions, we had 10% commissions for everything that was uh, sold on our end, and they took that away, of course. Um, they, uh, they, sold off all the sales team they put us to, to do that and then they started building the uh, the customer support people more and more as salespersons and first of all the first thing that I want to do was be a technical representative I didn't want to be a salesperson I don't have any issues with selling I can sell trust me I was uh, almost kicked out of my house several times if it wasn't for my selling skills I would have been kicked out but so that happened and these metrics started getting steeper and steeper and steeper and just being ridiculous and one day I actually that February 2019 I got my first write-up and there was a being threatened that I was I was not gonna get promoted even though for those for those those 23 months I was promised a level three and you know I, I gotta I gotta work up to it but I knew I, I was already there I knew I was I was at that potential to be that that person okay and I mean, I was able to, I was able to create tools that consolidated the amount of tools that we needed to help a customer. I mean, I, I did that all from scratch. But it's just, and from day one, one of the first things that one of the supervisors said is, "Oh, you know this, you know that, you know Python, you know this already. Are, are you are you come, you've already done websites? Are are you here to take my job?" So I don't know what it was, but uh, I got my first write up, and I didn't like that. Okay, because I, I just didn't. And customers can be brutal, especially when it comes to their livelihood. They can be very, very brutal. So I had to keep my composure and I have someone micromanage me, 
breathing down my neck even though they haven't sold anything for I don't know how long and I, I just didn't want it so it was back to 2014 all over again I was like what is this I, I got trapped I, I got stuck at a wall and the reason that I was there the reason I, I, I just stayed there was because I had those internal struggles like I've been here before back in 2014 I, I took off and I couldn't do it uh, so I was just stuck I was stuck. It's like, should I stay here and continue being harassed and continue being taken advantage of? Or should I go out and, and, and try it again? Should I go out and try it and, and become a successful entrepreneur and, and live the life that I want to live? And so I just it just came to me. It's like, if, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it again for fear of failure. So exactly two years since I, when I got there, Till to 2019, I put in my two weeks notice. Exactly two years, and <laughs> April 1st, 2019, April Fool's Day, was my first day as an entrepreneur again, and that that was so that was like a breath of fresh air. Now, to give you a little bit of a context, uh, in December 2018, so a couple months prior. I remember I was telling about my wife where I convinced her to quit her job. Uh, her business was doing quite well. Um, not, not, not millions, of course, not, not even six figures, but it, it, was doing, it, was do, it was doing well. And so we had to decide, okay, should we open up an office, a physical office, because the type of work that, that she does, for me, if I felt like it'd be more credible for us to open up an office and we can actually have a physical location to go to instead of saying we work from home. And so we took the leap took the leap of faith and we actually got an office December 2018 so now that now that we got that out of the way uh, fast forward when I quit on April 1st I, I was here at the office I was here at the office for the first day and I was excited and so what I did I, I didn't want to kind of I didn't want to just just work for my wife so there was a an opportunity that was presented to me about uh, financial services and financial services just let you know it's it's a trillion dollar industry and uh, right now, the amount of, uh, of money that needs to be uh, handled, managed, and transferred, wealth being transferred, wealth always being transferred every single day in the trillions. But the amount of people that are there to provide that service is, is, is not there. It's not what it used to be. So the supply and demand, it, it, it's a perfect opportunity for anyone uh, in the financial services industry. So, so I took the leap. I took the leap phase. It was purely commission-based. Okay, so not even an hourly wage. Purely commission-based. And fast forward to October 2019, I actually find it, so I was about, uh, let's see, March, September, October, about seven months, right? Seven months later, about six, seven months later, I finally, finally, finally was able to earn $1,000 in a single day. And that moment, that moment, I realized I can do this. I can outwork any situation that I have. And since then, and even when I, when I first started the hosting, when I even first started the hosting company, okay, when I started, that's when I actually started this blog. That's when I started this blog, the Broke Investor blog, thebrokeinvestor.com. Uh, you know, it was just here and there, little post here and there, little post here and there. But in October 2019, I realized I, I need to show other people how 
and it doesn't have to be in financial services industry but we have to we all have to learn how to be able to earn one thousand dollars in a single day what would that do for everyone if we could find a way just doing something that they love to be able to find something one thousand dollars not have to be depend on on someone else to write their check and so the the last quarter of 2019 I, i've been strategizing what am i going to do what am i going to how am i going to show and so i'm actually i'm almost done with uh one of our one, one of my it's gonna be my, it's actually my first book okay it's called 101 broke motions uh, and it's pretty much what what keeps people being broke just what people do that continuously keeps them being broke and, and how to overcome that and so i'm almost done with that book and it's actually going to be free i decided today it is going to be free uh, because I just want I just want to share my my stories. Uh, you know, that's that's what I know. That's that's back when I was when I did my first uh, my first uh, business, which was the the uh, pet waste management. You know, I, I I thought about required minimal skill. I shouldn't have looked at it like that. I should have looked at it as what 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 do I know? What 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 am I skillful at? And I can tell you right now, I'm very skillful at being broke. And so these 101 broke motions just goes over like all these things that people do that keeps them broke and, and how to overcome that. So and I made a commitment here today that I want to start posting, publishing, broadcasting every single day, no matter how small content, no matter how big of content, but I need to do this uh, because just if everyone can make $1,000 in a single day and do that consistently, uh, that's going to change the whole entire world. That's gonna that's gonna open up, uh, you know. Innovators are gonna be blowing up left and right. Creators, um, we're, we're gonna be able to manage our own destinies, and uh, that's, that's 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 really about it. So you know, uh, to all the broke investors here who are uh, struggling right now, just remember, as always, keep growing, keep investing, even if you are the broke investor.